Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and thank you as always for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride, broadcasting from the Radio Harambe studios, and joining me in studio today on the day when it's all going to go wrong for Game of Thrones fans, it's Safari <laughs> Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo, Dave, how are you? I mentioned that because I'm eating the last of my Game of Thrones Oreos that I actually have here. This is pretty pathetic, but I, uh, I'm enjoying myself. Uh, we, we should um, first mention we have t-shirts for sale. Go to uh, our Instagram page or the show notes of this show. If you're listening to this, you got to be able to access the show notes. You'll see that we have a uh, store on T Public. Am I saying that right? Yes. T Public, where the uh, our T-shirts are. Some great stuff there. Go hit that up. Every bit of money we make off that, I just turn around and donate it right to conservation uh, organizations throughout the world. Uh, we're hoping to put together another donation soon, so go there and buy. We got the Warden Wilson Mantua's Air Rangers T-shirts. For those of you who are looking to be to kick it old school when you go to your next Animal Kingdom adventure, um, I promise you that if you wear that shirt on the safari and a cast member sees you, they will longingly remember, along with you, the great Warden Wilson Matua's Air Rangers on the ride itself. You can still see the Warden on the queue, mm-hmm. but you don't hear him on the ride anymore, shame as that may be. Um, so go ahead and do that, and thank you in advance for purchasing. And those of you who have purchased already, thank you very much. Um, we have, for you today, Mike and I have, our perfect gastronomical day. We'll call it that, I guess. Our perfect food day at uh, the Animal Kingdom. We're going to give you what we would do. Money's no object, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Money's no object. What we would do for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and uh, we may throw in a, a little curveball here and there that Mike's not prepared for. But curveball. Well, I'm just thinking some things <laughs> as we go along. That's okay, all. Go ahead. We'll, we'll discuss it as we go. But before we get to any of that, we do have some news. Um, there's not enough news really for us to discuss uh, like that I would say would be necessary for an entire news show. Um, but there are a few couple of things. I have a p- bit of Animal Kingdom l- news that I wanted to discuss. Um, and Mike's got a couple of things from the world news. We will get to that. But before we do, Mike, today, yeah, the world ends for Game of Thrones fans. Yeah, that's not true. We have There's three more episodes after tonight. Three more episodes after tonight. But you have to admit... We are all terrified about this evening. Yes, you're that's gonna true. see we, that your, your favorite characters yes, are in jeopardy. In jeopardy, right. You're going to hear this uh, after you've seen it. So we cannot spoil nothing. We can spoil nothing for you. So there is no spoiler alerts to Yeah, we have not here. seen it, obviously. Um, but before we get into it, just to get you on the record, two names, characters that are gonna die tonight. Give it to me. 
Oh, me? Okay. Uh, Two names tonight. Characters that are going to die. Brienne. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's going to be hard on a lot of fans. The reason I say her is because her character arc... Seems to have ended. ...is complete. I would agree. I was going to say Jorah, but I don't think so. Think Jorah makes I do, at least tonight. Okay. I will say... Barak Dondarrion. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, so I think you took one safe one, because I think Barak is destined to go. I mean, he basically stood himself out there and said, I'm going to die tomorrow. <laughs> the right. show. Yeah, no, no. That's... Um, I'm going to agree with you on that, but my two are, and I don't think Brienne's going to die. Okay. Not, not tonight. Um, I think the my two are, uh, his name's escaping me, Unsullied Leader. Oh, Grey Worm. Grey Worm. Grey Worm's gone. Goner. Out there. And I'm going to guess uh, the singer, the man himself. Podrick? Podrick is gone tonight. I'm surprised you didn't pick Theon, but okay. Theon, I think, is too easy. That's his, how it, I'm, okay. Like, like Brienne, his story arc is pretty much complete. Okay, so let me say that. If I'm picking it easy, I would. if I'm picking easy ones, the obvious ones to me are Theon and Tormund. I'm trying to go a little bit level underneath that. So I just picked four. Mm. Those are the four that I think are going to die tonight. I hope not torment. I know. I don't. I hope not too. But you hope not about everyone in the show. Now, spoiler alerts. Well, I don't really care if Theon goes. Spoiler alerts. <laughs> Let's get to the world of Disney. Mike, you saw Endgame. Uh, I did. I did not. I did. This is destined to be maybe the biggest Disney film of all time. Well, I can tell you right now it it's is the biggest already, opening of all time. Right? Yeah, it's it's three hundred and fifty million domestic, which I mean, that's smashes insane. the prior record. Who held the prior record? Force Awakens? No, I believe it was actually Infinity Wars after mm. that came out. Okay, but I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure. Um, and it's also going to do over a billion dollars worldwide Amazing. already. So um, Amazing. Avatar being the number one movie of all time may be in jeopardy. We can only hope because that's two point six billion. Worldwide, this could do a billion and, and, without even breaking. And they're a predicting sweat. Endgame to be about 1.2, 1.25 billion on In, the first weekend. You're right, right, yeah, it's it's amazing. Um, do you like it? I did like it. I didn't love it. Um, I thought it was a little sappy in parts. I'm not gonna get too. Uh, you don't, I'll, you don't I'll give to, any spoilers. We don't want to do spoilers. Too or too soon, right? Yeah, too soon. We'll wait a couple um, weeks. I thought it was a little sappy in parts. Um, After I see I it, we'll it discuss it. I thought the ending delivered. Good. Um, Good. I liked it. Like I said, I didn't love it. I, I, to be honest, I liked Infinity Wars better. I have uh, been kind of... Uh, not souring makes it sound bad. I, I've been... You know, uh, since the first few films, Marvel films, they, to me, they've it's kind of lost my attention a little bit, I get, Or lost my level of excitement a little bit. See, I disagree. See, you know I know I mean? you don't like some of the more recent movies that no, I yeah, do. Yeah, no, like, my, I love Thor Ragnarok. And I, know, I know you didn't like it. I know. It. My jam are the first Iron Man, the first two Captain Americas, the I first think Avengers. I the second and third Captain America you know, the first one. Oh, no. Second. I love the first, well, first two. Winter Soldier was second, right? Yep. Yeah, the and first the two, I think, three. are amazing. I think Winter Soldier... Is one of the best. Um, Winter Soldier's in my top five. I mean, it's along incredible. Along with the first Iron incredible. Man, the first Avengers. Yeah. Uh, I probably would put first Guardians in there. I would put first Guardians in there, too. Yeah. So so that's kind of my beginning. I'm not sure what my fifth would be. I guess I just don't have. I guess Infinity Wars. But anyway, yeah. Go ahead. I guess I just don't have the um, 
attention span, I guess, to hang on this long. I, I, it's not that I don't have the attention span. I just feel like they expanded it so much. Like, the, in order to stay in-universe, you had to see so many films. And a lot of them that I just really wasn't all that excited about. Like, I'm not really a big Doctor Strange fanatic, so I wasn't really excited to see it. But I, I thought kind of, it was okay. It was fine. You know, but it just I like wasn't... Captain Marvel better. Right. It just wasn't a character that I really was excited about. And I would have been happier if we just sort of kept the universe surrounding those Avengers and then maybe mm -hmm. added these the rest of these characters to the next set. Like, run a story arc that completes those guys, this group, you know, of, of Hawkeye. And, you know, they could have done movies with... They could have done a Hawkeye movie if they wanted. They could have done a Hulk movie if they wanted to. You know, all that kind of stuff. Actually, so I think technically they can't. There's, yeah, like, some probably right. copyright issues I know, I know, I know. Uh, anyway, so, uh, so I'm sure we will all see it. Once I finally do get to see it, because I'm not seeing it for uh, in the beginning here, um, Mike and I will discuss it more. Okay. On to the piece of news I wanted to mention. Should we do world news first? Sure, go ahead. Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party will debut an all-new fireworks show for 2019. Hollowishes, which is widely regarded as one of the best fireworks show in the parks, is gone. This is a big deal for Mike. Mike's a big Hollowishes. I did like Hollowishes, but I mean, I'm I a big Not So Scary the, fan. I'm not as big. Yeah, a fan I went of it once. I liked it. Yeah. The, the new show will feature state-of-the-art projection, projection effects, lasers, lightning, lighting. Excuse me, not lightning, and dazzling fireworks. It will tell the tale of Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. On a trick-or-treat adventure, and they find themselves drawn into a mysterious haunted house where they go to various rooms with ghosts. I guess this is all going to be projected on the... Uh, yeah. So they're they're taking the projection systems uh, to the next level with Hollow Wishes, which was basically just a fireworks show. Uh, but a very good one uh, is now gone. How do you... What is your overall stand or feeling on the projection on the castle stuff? I very much enjoyed the most recent replacement for Wishes, which would, I forget the name of it off the top of my head, to be honest. <laughs> but I liked it a lot. I thought they did a yeah. nice job with it. I think the projection works better on the Tree of Life. That's amazing. Yeah, they did a great um, job. There. When you look at it on the castle, you could still see the turrets and stuff. I mean, it's right. not as clean of a uh, visual. But um, it, I did enjoy it very much. I don't know why fireworks just aren't good enough for people anymore. It's a fascinating question. One because I'm not prepared to answer at this moment. Because the great thing about just having a nice fireworks show with really great music and emotional and all that uh, was that you could see it from the other side of the lagoon and mm -hmm. still appreciate it. You know, mm -hmm. now you can't. Now, so now if you're on a, um, you know, if you're at Ohana, right, and the fireworks comes on, they pump the music in. You don't see the video. No. You don't see the visuals. No, it's so not the so same. It really, you have to be in the park looking at the castle. Absolutely. You know, that's the kind of thing I kind of bugs me a little bit about it. But anyway, I'm not a, we all know, I'm not a special event attender for extra ticket, hard ticket event attender. So I will not be seeing this until uh, Disney uh, sends me a free pass to get in, which will never happen. So. No, it will never happen. <laughs> We've never, we never received anything from Disney. <laughs> Maybe you have. Have you ever? What received anything from Disney for doing this podcast? No, right? Uh, not from Disney itself, but from uh, Tequila, the um, tangentially Cava. Oh, that's a, right. Uh, that's free, right. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Um. When they were doing that after hours Epcot, I thing. remember now. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I never even received a thing. 
but that's because they don't like me. Um, what's next? You got another one. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which was announced just in November, this past November, to come yeah. up, to open in the fall of 2019 to sort of help with guest flow and the Star Wars coming out also right. in the fall of 2019. Well, that's actually been pushed back until um, sometime in 2020. Must be having track issues or... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but they're technology. saying it's going to open the spring of 2020 now. Okay. As opposed to, to that. And finally, Dave, yeah. another quick news item. They've announced some of the merchandise places for Star Wars. And as you can imagine, there's a lot more shops than there are attractions. There's uh, Savi's Workshop, where basically you'll be able to build your own lightsaber, which you've been able to do for years now. The Droid Depot, um, which, again, you'll be able to build your own droids. Cool. Um, the First Order Cargo, which will have... It's supposed to be like a spaceport hangar bay, and it will serve various um, first order uh, gear and paraphernalia and merchandise. And of course, to can, top can it all, you hear off, me sighing, folks. The resistance supply, which will be the uh, direct opposite of first order, and that will be serving resistance uniforms and pins and badges and helmets and jackets and etc. Cetera, et cetera. Obviously, millions of T-shirts. There'll also be various stalls, including a toy one, uh, the creature stall, which will serve, uh, which will, um, you can purchase basically plush of various creatures from Star Wars, Black Spire Outfitters, which is a clothing area, and the Jewels of Bith, which is, uh, you know, basic trinkets and things like that from, from Star Wars. Right. But that's basically the world news, Dave. Not a lot going on in the last since we... As this, as these pieces of information come out, and it is painfully obvious that they are focusing this entire area on the latest trilogy. Um, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's are the you Disney trilogy? Sure, Disney owns all the trilogy. They do, but they only uh, produced the last three. But go ahead. Are you getting less and less excited? Uh, like I am. I don't think my level of excitement for it was at your level when it was first announced. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I, I agree. Um, so I'm probably pretty much at the same spot. I mean, get, get me on a Falcon. Well, they're going to do that. You're going to be know. able to. I mean, but I, I want to be on that's the one. I believe Solo's that's the one that's not Falcon. opening. No, wait a minute. I forget which one is opening first. I want to be on Han Solo's Falcon. I want to fly an X-Wing fighter. I want... A well, Rebel often, Alliance place. I have place. always said. I want to sit down they, at the canteen at Tatooine, on Tatooine. They should, I've always said they should build a spinny ride with uh, X-Wings and, and TIE Fighters. Now, it doesn't have to be in Galaxy's Edge. It could be over by Star Tours for people who don't want that to a kiddie ride to break the uh, thematics, I guess. The, the Star Wars faithful. Mm-hmm. The people who will come to spend hundreds of dollars on merchandise right. are not interested in first order and resistance stuff. I'm telling you. They want Han Solo and Chewbacca and... They want the Rebel Alliance. Right. They want the Empire. That's what they want. They're going to discover this eventually and maybe make the change. But 
Anyway, uh, speaking of s potential swings and misses, I'm starting to fear now for the Rivers of Light. So let's read about this. Uh, this is actually a from the Disney Parks blog. Uh, they write, since its introduction more than two years ago, feel doesn't feel that long, Rivers of, Life has, Rivers of Light has enchanted Disney's Animal Kingdom guests with a nighttime pageant of beautifully illuminated lantern floats, grand theatrical imagery, and a soaring musical score and innovative special effects. Boy, that's a lot of adjectives. This summer, the next chapter of this spectacle will unfold with the debut of an updated version of the show entitled... Rivers of Light, we are one. This must set the new record for the quickest update of any quote-unquote nighttime spectacular in the history of Disney. Oh, nighttime spectacular, sure. <laughs> Rivers of Light, we are one introduces additional stunning imagery and familiar animal characters from Disney nature films, of which I didn't know there were any, along with a colorful tapestry of classic moments from Disney animation to express our connection with animals and emotions and milestones we all share in our journey through the great circle of life. The music of Rivers of Light, We Are One weaves together the original musical score, which is fabulous, and familiar Disney themes to create a powerful arrangement that inspires and carries us through moments of discovery, fun, friendship, fear, love, and family. Rivers of Light, We Are One comes to Discovery River Amphitheater at Disney's Animal Kingdom beginning Memorial Day weekend 2019. Um, the, and the, um, just so you, every, uh, if you go on Disney's Parks blog, this came from April 22nd, you can go back to that, you can actually see some concept art. Basically, all they've done with the concept art is uh, show you some Animal Kingdom shots that are now being, I guess, projected onto the sails of the ship. Uh, and then um, the screen, the water screen behind you showing what is, I guess, the lion, from the Lion's Disney Nature film. Yes. Um, Mike, we predicted this uh, almost two years ago. Well, yeah, the, <laughs> part of the problem is Rivers of Light. Has, I mean, come on. We predicted this two years ago. You know is, we have. Yeah, I know. Rivers of Light is not universally well regarded. There are people who find it boring. It wasn't doing as well as, let's say, Wishes or you know, the Magic Kingdom. It doesn't one. have fireworks. Because it doesn't have fireworks. And Disney is... Uh, there are a group of guests who feel like, you know, where's Mickey Mouse? Where's Timon? No, there's not. Yes, there are. Uh, come on. There are definitely a group there's of people. Uh, no, those people have no taste. There is not. There Nobody goes on Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion and says, where's Mickey Mouse? It's not true. I refuse to believe that. That is something that Disney uh, that Disney people and designers lean on oh, sure. for when they want to cross market something. But sure. it's simply not true. No one's going on Avatar and saying walking through Pandora and saying, "Oh my God, there's no there's no Mickey Mouse here." No one's doing that. Well, there's the problem is it's not it, it because the nature of the thing is for adults, which it is. The nature of the show itself is for adults. Then they've kind of alienated a bit of. The kids' side okay. of it, right? Sure. It's not. The, the kids aren't walking around looking at it, going, "Oh my God, there's no Mickey Mouse." Sure. They're but looking they're, at it, going, "This is not really for me." There's no. Right. There's nobody fighting. There's no fireworks. There's no something like that. And there's Rivers never of gonna Light, be that. though, however, has not done well. It's playing to reduced capacity, and they're trying to find a way to increase the capacity. Now, people, you know, for whatever reason, there is a group of people who. Think Rivers of Light is boring. 
Those people have no taste, obviously. I love Rivers of Light as it is. Okay. But it is not doing all that well. This is not going to change that. Well, that might be true. What this will do is if they really put in the the animals kind of in a heavy-handed way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and by animals, I mean animated animals. If they do that in a very heavy-handed way. You mean way, like Timon, Rafiki, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, then, uh, then that might put a smile on some kids' faces and they might want to come back. But it's not a show that's, that's geared or created to be a huge capacity, everybody go there at night to see it kind of thing. Okay. It's just not what it was meant for. Am I wrong? I mean, do you think I'm wrong? I... But if still, if it serves thousands of people and keeps them there for dinner, fine. What's the problem with that? Yeah. No, Why I, does I, everything I... need to be wishes? It just doesn't have to be. Right. No, I, I don't disagree with you. I'm just telling you what I think their thought process was. And we discussed a thousand times they can't. There's only so so far they can go with a right. nighttime spectacular. There can't be fireworks. There can't right. be... You know, we've discussed that a thousand times. You can't scare the animals. Well, unless they make all the animals audio animatronic animals, but yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but then they would be all Timon and Pumbaa. Um, but it's just, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say I'm completely against this idea of the change. I, I don't know that would you, I don't know that you say that either, right? That you're completely against this, this update. I mean, it seems perfectly reasonable to me if they want to add this stuff in i certainly know my four-year-old will probably i'm not, I'm not be uh, more would would enjoy this a little more I, I i i never gonna i'm never gonna argue for some sort of update um you know if they wanted to change the the some of the projections on it that's fine i do regret shoehorning in disney animation in it I don't see where necessarily everything has to be an IP. I right. don't. I don't. No. I don't get it. No. I would have been fine if they would have just used like Disney Nature photo, which they sort of do anyway. They do. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, a lot of the film portion that's on the water screens, for lack of a better term, right, are Disney Nature critters. So if they wanted to update that with some of the new movies and some change that, that that would have been fine. That would have been fine. Um. I know they got rid of the shamans, which I. Sad to see go. I thought they were. I don't know why they did. I just I can't. I know why they didn't want to pay him. Um, they didn't think it mattered one way or the other, so I pay them. Okay. Um, I'm pr- I'm pretty sure that's the. Nah, you're why. probably right, Mike. You're probably right. Although I'm not going to argue with you on that. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they're we were just talking about inf- Disney is making a billion dollars this weekend. <laughs> they can't afford a couple of. Uh, Everybody cast has members. their budgets, Mike. Every yeah. so anyway. department has their budgets, and as we say all the time, when it comes to those little things, <laughs> you're getting less and less every year and paying more and more for yes. it. Yes, you know it happens all the time. So that's that, right? For news? Yeah, that's that. Okay, so let's get into our gastronomical perfect day our ideal food day at the animal kingdom and animal kingdom lodge so basically what we're doing is giving you breakfast lunch and dinner mm-hmm. you can do a snack if you want to throw in a snack you can well we'll get to that don't okay you? We'll no, get to all right that. so breakfast uh, i assume mike you're staying at the animal kingdom lodge for breakfast? Yes. No. Okay, well, no. I mean I assume that while you're here at the animal kingdom you're staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge because there's no you're not going over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge for any other reason than you're I staying would. there. 
You would. Sure. So if I'm staying at the animal, if I'm going to the animal I'm, kingdom, I'm, I'm throwing spend, you a fastball here, Mike. To if hit. I'm spending <laughs> 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. at the animal kingdom, I could definitely see myself sneaking over to the animal kingdom. It's lodge a quick for ride. A meal. It's a quick ride. Okay. It's very quick. So your breakfast. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to keep my breakfast light. I thought about doing Tusker House character breakfast, but I decided not to. And that is because there are some new interesting items at Kusafiri, which I'm going to go to the coffee shop and the bakery. The new items are a cheese and guava danish, which sounds fascinating. It is. A pistachio honey croissant, also fascinating. Yeah, didn't have that. Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, a spinach and feta quiche, as well as the the colossal cinnamon roll and all that kind of stuff. Oh, the cinnamon roll is ridiculously large. Uh, Yeah. And, uh, you know, they also have other pastries like muffins and things like that if you're interested. But I would probably either do the danish... The new Danish or the new croissant, or both. I might have to get both just to try it. But uh, that would be my breakfast. Kusafiri uh, is also a good coffee shop. Um, I mean, it all serves Joffrey's like every place else. But it's And then I would take it over and sit in that little courtyard behind Tamu Tamu and, and enjoy my breakfast there. Okay, so you and I kind of... S- kind of think this in, along the same regards and how you're going to pace yourself out of eating i'm right the perfect and and it's important to clarify a couple things one the perfect food day for me would never ever if i'm going to be honest to myself would never include three gigantic meals i just don't eat that much right i just can't eat that much so i'm so i'm purposely taking out a meal and replacing it with a sort of tasty little snack and Mike and I both happen to pick this for breakfast. My pick would be go to the Isle of Java on Discovery Island. They have these little uh, apple cider donut holes. Mm. Plus, they got good coffee over there that's not Starbucks. Um, and so it's Joffrey's. It's, everything else is Joffrey's, right? But I, I don't like Starbucks. Um, I, so I uh, that would be my breakfast. It's just like a little. And it's tasty. It's it's a little. It's a little on the heavy side. But uh, there's only three of them, two, just a couple of them, and they're fresh, obviously, um, and they're really, really good. And they got a little drizzle of something or other on there, and it's it was I just had it last time. It's something I just discovered the last trip we were down there, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really, really good. But I don't want to have us throw just discuss this without throwing out there. Uh, if you were to have a big meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I guess you're saying that the character Tusker House would be your breakfast. Sure. If I was going to do that, yeah. And mine would be just if you're just just so that you're you know if this is what you want to do, mine would be the uh, the buffet breakfast at um, Boma. Oh, that's a good one. That would be mine. So, uh, so Boma is very right. good. Uh, now, I'm again, I'm not a person who can eat all. If I had Boma for breakfast, I really am not eating another thing until dinner. probably dinner. Maybe a snack, but maybe maybe right. depending on if I'm drinking. <laughs> Right, uh, but if I'm not, then maybe not. Maybe it's just like a, you know a bite of my, my kid's pretzel sure. or something like that at the most. You know, it's just it's just too much for me. Uh, but those would be our choices for breakfast. Should we go on from there? So I'm gonna make Mike throw in a little kind of caveat as he moves along. All right. So that is your um, breakfast. So I'll go first for lunch. Okay. Now. <clears throat> It's important to know that I'm a fan of day drinking. Okay, so, and I'm not going to the Animal Kingdom without some sort of day drinking. Uh, so, it makes the most sense for me to have my meal, my big meal, at lunchtime. Okay. Because then you get a nice base of stuff in there to keep you on the 
right side of sobriety uh, as best you can. So uh, my place is, and I know this is not going to be popular with Mike, but my place is the Yak and Yeti. I in- thoroughly enjoy the Yak and Yeti. <laughs> I don't know why. But I do. And I, I would have, there is like a orange chicken thing they do, which is terrific. And they do some great appetizers. And I love the decor in there. Um, if you get the, the seat up in the top, you ask for the seat where you're overlooking the you know, some great people watching. Where from the uh, second floor windows that overlook the, uh, the, 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 the pathway uh, right in front of the restaurant. Um, that's my favorite little place to go. And that's where I would go for lunch. My lunch, Dave, is I'm getting on a bus and heading towards oh, the you're, Animal you're... Kingdom Lodge. All right. And we're going to go to Kidani. I thought about doing Jiko for dinner, but I think I agree with you. My big meal is often going it's to be often lunch, lunch for me. Oh, also, for monetary reasons. Sure. So you know. I am going to go to Sanaa for lunch. Okay. Get the bread service. That's a good one. Get the tomato paneer soup. And I'm um, golden. One. That's that is delicious. Yeah. Hopefully, I get a seat by the window so I could see the zebra and the giraffe. Um, That's a good one. I know the last time I took my my two kids there, we got a nice seat by the window, um, and we were able to. Uh, the African crown crane was right by our window, et cetera, et cetera. So, I would go take a little break, go over to Kadani Village, eat at Sanaa. Um, Great break too. And after you know, afterwards, mm-hmm. walk out onto the onto the uh, savanna viewing sure. area and, and take your time over there yep. and, and see it. Um, so that is my lunch. Sanaa, the menu might look a little inaccessible for some people's taste palates, but it really isn't. Um, it the the flavors that they put into it um, are not strong, so you're not getting you know you're getting a, right a touch of what they're trying to do with the with the flavor palette, but they're not being very powerful about it. No, it's not like going to an Indian restaurant. For and example. I'm surprised you chose that over going to Tiffins because I thought about Tiffins. Tiffins is kind of right there. You know what I mean? Like they're they're mm-hmm. similar, and but you're willing to get over to Sanaa. Uh, the the um, the seating in Sanaa is better than Tiffin's in my mind. The restaurant itself Agreed. is nicer. Agreed. Uh, so I, I I agree with Sanaa. That's a great that's a great choice. Um, okay. If you were to have lunch, if you had your big breakfast and now you're having lunch as a sit down, I mean as a counter service, what's your choice? Lunch as a counter service. Yes. Uh, well, the two best counter services are Satuli and Harambe Market. Okay. I will pick Harambe Satuli Canteen. Ooh, you really, he really hesitated there. I did. I like them both almost equally. I, 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 I'm going to go Satuli Canteen, which I almost picked for my dinner. And the reason I almost picked it for my dinner is because of the, um, it's very good, number one. Okay. And number two is um, you step right out, and it's Avatar Land is all illuminated and beautiful, and that's a nice way okay, to Okay, you're out. stealing everything I'm going to say but for dinner. Um, so uh, uh, we already know now what I'm going to do for dinner. Mike just pimped Oh, it. did I? I yeah. apologize. Uh, but ahead, I, <laughs> explain it as... as uh, I will. We'll get to it later. Uh, if I were to pick one, I would say, obviously, I'm going to pick a counter service for dinner, so we'll get to that one. The other one I would say uh, would be, for me, a very good lunchy kind of thing is um, the barbecue. Um, flame tree because it is a really especially if you're there on a nice day it's such a wonderful place to sit down and eat and it's sure 
It's got great scenery and some, you know, look around for the right place to sit down. There's some beautiful views. You can sit views. by the water. Yeah, I mean, it's just really, really nice. And the food is good. Uh, it's barbecue, so it's... I don't think it's great. It's not it's, good it's, for you. It's slipped recently. <laughs> it has. In recent years. It's not as good as it was when it first opened in the mm-hmm. late 90s, early 2000s. But go ahead. There's a lot of that there, but it is still it is still a good spot to sit and eat. And the, the you know, the choices of what you get are, are perfectly fine for a lunch. Uh, it beats the heck out of anything you're going to get at the Magic Kingdom still. So let's, uh, or or the Hollywood Studios for sit down, for counter service. So let's not, uh, you know, let's not, let's not poo-poo it too much. Um, but we're going to have dinner. But before we have dinner, I kind of think it might be snack time, Mike. Okay. Uh, and then drink time. So uh, what's a, what's a go-to snack for you? Uh, I often get... Well, first of all, let me say, I've never had the grilled corn with the curry on oh, it. Oh, so good. I want to try that. Oh, so good. So I won't pick that because I haven't had it, but it's, uh, I, I sort of want to say that one. But I will say at the uh, chocolate shop, Zuri's, there is a dark chocolate with a cayenne pepper spice in it. Ugh. Very good. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, that. very pro that. I tried that. I, that was not for me. Uh, but the the the, um, the corn at the and Harambe is just to die for. It's very good. It's, uh, and and it's also uh, great for like we said before. If you wanted to kind of skip a meal and just try to have a good snacky thing for a meal, uh, that that cob of corn over there butter and the curry spice on it and stuff is, is just delicious um, I can't go th- talk about snacks without saying um, the ice cream I knew you were gonna say sandwich that I left that for you it is absolutely <laughs> horrifyingly bad for you there are I can only imagine the tens of thousands of calories that must be in it <laughs> but it's so good it's so good and if you've been walking around all day and Maybe burning some of those calories, you know. Now, hey. when you say ice cream sandwich, it's actually a chip witch, right? It's chocolate chip cookies. It's two chocolate chip right. cookies, and then you pick a flavor of ice cream to put it's in. It's not between. like an ice cream sandwich, like uh, like the chocolate. Uh, uh, no, it's two large, warm, fresh made chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. and a scoop of ice cream. I believe Haagen Dazs in between them, and it's usually like three scoops of ice cream <laughs> between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you could pick your ice cream flavors. Most mostly, I go with the, the, I'm a vanilla kind of guy when it comes to the chocolate. But the last couple times ago, I was there. They talked me into having the Oreo cookie ice cream in between the chocolate chip cookies. It was fabulous. Wow, it was disgusting. Yeah, that seems it's relatively gross. It's it, but I can't. I, I, I it's good. I can't help. It. I can't I've help it. it. I can't help it. It's good. So, so it's good. that's mean, where I'm going to stuff myself. So yeah. have at it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And now, before we go to dinner, mm-hmm. we're going to have a drink. A, an adult beverage, Mike. Okay. Where do you go? Oh, clearly Nomad Lounge. I mean, it's the best bar in all of Disney World. For what? Oh, I would have, you know, there's, there's, this, uh, there's numerous, time. you know, uh, uh, cocktails that are only found in Nomad Lounge. I could go yeah, for some any great number concoctions, of them. some great stuff. Read the menu. Uh, there's some great stuff there. Yeah. I agree with Mike that the Nomad Lounge is a fantastic drinking space, a great bar, uh, but I am a sucker for the Dawa. I like to uh, to um, uh, scope out a seat 
at the Dawa Bar and plant myself there until somebody makes me leave. And you can also watch the bands there. And you watch the you entertainment play there. It's terrific. And the guy, the, there's the same couple of guys that are bartenders there, both very sweet guys and good bartenders. Uh, they're overworked for sure because that's like the ultimate place for people to walk up and get stuff. Um, but uh, it is a, it's a great little spot, and I, I can't help but sit there. But if it's hot or if it's raining or something like that, Nomad is the place to go. So now it is dinner time. Uh, where are you going? Uh, I'm going to the same place I had a drink. I'm going to really? the Nomad Lounge. Listen I was to going to do Satuli Canteen, as I said before. But I am going to go to the Nomad Lounge. Um, and it has the same sort of effect. I mean, you could step out and walk a little. You have to walk a little bit to get to uh, Avatar Land at night. But the menu at Nomad Lounge, it's, it's all small plates. So um, it's like a tapas place. They have some great stuff. The chicken satay with the spicy peanut sauce is great. The beef sliders are great. The pork ribs. The charcuterie plate is great. They have their own bread service, which is not the same as Sanaa, so I probably wouldn't get that, but, um, you know, for people who like that. Plus, you get to order any of the appetizers from Tiffin's, which, um, for people who know me fairly well, know I have a significant other who <laughs> in very much enjoys octopus. That's her favorite food. And they have a charred octopus as well as a mushroom sh- soup that uh, I know she would like. There's an avocado and tomato salad that sounds really good. Um, she has on... a weird habit of torturing herself with long-distance runs. Uh, yeah, she did a marathon yesterday. Yeah, actually. it's crazy. She's done like 15 marathons. See, she Seven. can go and have one of those disgusting chocolate chip cookie ice creams and never know the difference. Not if she's there for a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> They also have a falafel there. I'm, uh, I'm, oh, yeah, I, I like falafel. I'm not, that's did, not yeah. everybody's cup of tea. Yeah, no, it's good, though. But, man, there is a lot of stuff between the Nomad Lounge small plates menu and the Tiffin's uh, appetizer menu. I mean, what I would, what I typically do is we order, like, three or four different things with a, you know, a couple of us, and we have at it. And there's also um, – I, I was there one night, and, you know, there's, there's not really much for the kids there. Little oh, that's kids. That's true. That's true. But they will do like they did for. Um, I wouldn't be surprised though, Mike, if you asked if they could. Oh, I'm just gonna say yeah, that. So yeah. they, they did a like a pasta with a marinara there sauce for somebody there. They'll figure something out. Yeah, they'll 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 help you. Um, yeah, because they're using uh, you know, the kitchen the at Tiffin's. Yeah, yeah. So they they've got a lot. So of options. they will they will definitely help you out, and they you know they were very nice to us, and they were like you know kind of offering us various things for the kids, and yeah. you know we you know it was perfect. So and it's a beautiful space, Nomad Lounge. You can either sit outside if it's a nice day. Inside is beautifully air conditioned. I often tell the story that the last time I was there with the kids, um, you know, we were there for seven days or whatever it was, and four of them, three or four of them, we spent the mornings at the Animal Kingdom, um, and that was because Avatar Land had just opened. So we were rope dropping it a couple of times to see the various things, and each and every time. We was ready for lunch. I would say to the kids, what do you want? Harambe Market, Flame Tree Barbecue. They just wanted to go to the Nomad Lounge. Because you sit there at the air conditioned. It's they great. They have as you know, sodas. They yeah. can plug their phones in. You know, my kids are teenagers, so they're all about their phones. <laughs> oh, I know. Um, sure so it are. was, and I, you know, and I'm, um, no, Christina, likes right. to, uh, Christina likes to point out, I'm closing in on 50. And I'm also <laughs> on my phones uh, all the time as well. Quickly closing in on So 50. shut up. Um, so anyway, Rapidly Nomad close. Lounge, perfect spot for for dinner or lunch. God, I can't agree more. And yeah. I, I, that's where I'm going. 
Okay, so um, I, I, I agree. I think it's a great place. It's got I, I, Mike's a little more into the food aspect of it there than I am. Um, I like Nomad food a lot. But I don't know that I've even tried more than maybe one or two things there. Because like, I'm usually there mid-afternoon, child sleeping, park the stroller, let him sleep. Wife and I have a couple of drinks. Right. I mean, that's usually where we are. So we're not usually not eating there. But we will try. I will try that. Uh, to 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 uh, you know look at that menu a little more and and maybe even sit there and for for a meal once. It and sounds make like a sure great you lunch keep spot. in mind because they they don't really they don't give you the menu. Oh, you have to ask for it. Yeah. But you could you can ask for the Tiffin's appetizers. Right. Um. And like I said, there's a few things on there that are not on the Nomad Land. Oh, that's good to know. Mike. mushroom soup, uh, the avocado salad. You know things like that. That's good. That's good advice. Absolutely great. Yeah. Uh, it it really increases. You're going to find yourself ordering like six different things. Yeah. that's uh, uh, So we mentioned quickly before, uh, your, uh, spoiler, we spoiled my dinner a few seconds ago. Um, because I ate the big lunch, if I were to uh, have a dinner on this perfect day, it would be Satouli Canteen. I have not had anything in this restaurant that I didn't really, really like. No, it's great. Even the dopey kids' hot dog is delicious. It's really? done in yeah. It's done in this like bagel, like a bagel roll. It's ter- it's great. I've only gotten the bowls there. I've gotten the bowls too. We've had the cheeseburger pods back in the day. I don't even know if they have them anymore. They still but do. It's on the kids' yeah. menu. Are they any good? Yes. Really? Yeah, everything on there is good. Everything's a li- just a little bit different and delicious. I haven't had anything in there that I have yeah, a, any it, combination of meat or sauce. They're, I've tried them all, and they're yeah, all like really the good. Chicken with the potato yep. hash and the charred onion vinaigrette. It's, it's all good. Everything delicious. is good. Yep. Um, so you can't go wrong. And as Mike also mentioned before, when you're done, you know, if you if you're not going to Avatar to ride the rides, or you've done that already because of whatever fast pass time you can get for them. Uh, you definitely want to go there at night. So this is a good time to kind of go mm-hmm. over to Avatar, walk around, have something to eat. If it's a if it's a summer night or a good warm night, you can sit outside and see all the di- the different lit up things and the, you know the amazing aspect of nighttime in the Pandora area. Um, it's really a great place to go. Uh, if I were to sit down for dinner, if you were to have a table service for dinner, Mike. If I had to do, if I couldn't do Nomad, is that what you're saying? Yeah. So if I had to sit down, I and think have I'd like go a, over to Jico with no money. Uh, Jico's actually. Uh, I think uh, I'd end my day early and jump over Jico to Jico. and Sanaa are probably my or two Sanaa, favorite restaurants in all yeah, of Disney yeah, World. Yeah. So that's a good one. If I had to stay in park, I'd. Yak and Yeti's good. Yeah. I haven't done that one. Um, Tiffin's menu is not for me. I like Tiffin's. I, I, it's not for I me. I like Tiffin's. But um, and I'm not a buffet person, so the Tusker doesn't really do it for me, or the Boma. Yeah, I don't eat enough. I don't eat enough. I don't get my money's worth. Yeah, yeah. I don't get my money's I mean, worth either. I'm a I gigantic mean, person, but I don't. eat If it. I was going to do a buffet, the yeah. Boma's number one in, the, in yeah. all of, in all of Disney World. Yeah, and Boma's better than Tusker House. They're, they're similar. Absolutely. They're similar, but but Boma's bigger. Boma's way better. Yeah, and better. Boma's way yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a nice place too. Um, and then if you did Boma, you can always step out on the uh, savannah and do the night fishing goggles, which is a, a very pro. Basically, we have named almost every single place and recommended almost every single place to eat, other than the rainforest, 
in this conversation, like, uh, which, uh, tell, yeah. you know, there's a few we haven't, you know, Restaurantosaurus, we didn't discuss we didn't talk about Pizza Fari or Harambe Market, or, you know, there's a few we haven't, but we've, but it's a testament to the dining uh, quality at the Animal Kingdom. So as a, a brief recap, yes. my my meals are Kusafari breakfast. Good breakfast, yeah. Um, uh, uh, lunch was Sanaa, and dinner was Nomad Lunch. And mine was breakfast at the Isle of Java uh-huh. to get your apple cider donuts. Lunch at Yak and Yeti. Oh, that's right. And dinner at the Satuli Canteen. Right. Neither one of us picked Harambe Market. See, the thing about Disney's Animal Kingdom, the, the sit-down restaurants, if you don't include Animal Kingdom Lodge in that group, it's just the park itself. They, I mean, they're pretty good, but they're not... They're not world class, you know. Well, Tiffins is good. Yak and Yeti's pretty good. Tusker House is, you know, an okay buffet. So what I would, but where s- they really shine is counter service. So, so what I would, so what I always say about about this kind of thing, uh, you know, about this conversation is, Disney, you know, Epcot sets a standard of of eating at Disney that no other park even aspires to. Mm-hmm. So if you give Epcot a ten. <laughs> You know, out of ten, and you give Hollywood Studios maybe a two, if that. Magic Kingdom is maybe a three. Yeah. Animal Kingdom is probably a six. I was gonna say eight. It's it's significantly less than than um, Epcot in regard to the choices for sit down meals and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But it's also significantly better than either of the other two. Sure, and I will also say. That Animal Kingdom, the park, um, when it comes to counter service, to me, you can make an argument that Satuli Harambe Market and Flame Tree Barbecue are the three best counter services Anywhere. in all of Disney World. I would agree. I would probably put something ahead of Flame Tree Barbecue, like I like the Moroccan as well as the Japanese counter services. Um, but I could, I'm not going to argue vehemently with you if you've decided Flame Tree was number three in all of Disney World. But I will say Harambe Market and Satuli Canteen are the two best counter services in any Disney park in Florida. Oh, I would agree. And it's a shame that we neither one of us mentioned Harambe Market, but it, the, the food quality is fantastic. Right. I like. I love it. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's it. Listen, uh, if you are an iTunes listener, please review the show. Rate and review the show. Ratings really help us get out. We need a few more. We've had a bunch this year so far. Thank you all. Uh, we've had mostly five stars. I thought I um, thought I told you that five stars is mandatory for these things, but <laughs> we did have a four star. Oh no! Yes, from well, uh, and they basically the only reason why they took a four get, took a star away is because they feel that Pandora is glanced over. Um, I just did a Pandora thing. I, I, this was this was done oh, back pre- in February. Navi River this was done show? back in February. Oh, right. and then we had a three star. <laughs> when? Uh, January. Okay, we, we may have discussed, which was bl- bl- blaming me, me for being negative. When is the when is the last review that we've had? M- um, not March. So we need more. Uh, let's, let's go, yeah, people. We need more. We need to rate, review the show, five stars only. If you don't want to leave five stars, not sure why you're listening, but hey. Well, four stars is like four stars is good. I, I accept four stars. All right. <laughs> Am I being a little too pushy? A little bit. <laughs> Three stars means to me that it's average, two is yeah. below average, and one is crap. Right. 
Five is like a great show. Four is a good show. Three is average. You know. I said to a person who complained to me about my snarky attitude. Now, this goes back a while ago. That if you're looking for somebody who loves the animal kingdom, you've come to the right place. If you're looking sure. for two people who love everything Disney does, you have not come to the right place. I don't we, even love everything that D- Disney's Animal Kingdom does. We yeah, were just but, but, bitching and moaning but, about the new Rivers of Light show coming. Well, well, I don't know if we bitched and moaned about it. We just well, I did a little. We're bit. a little worried. I would call that. <laughs> also predicted that this is exactly what would happen. Yeah. After each one of us saw it for the first time, we're both like, "Well, two years from now, they'll be adding Animal King, uh, <laughs> the Lion Timon King, and Rafiki, yeah. and." <laughs> We all knew that was going to happen, so it was inevitable. So I'm not really that disappointed by it. Uh, I, I would. Uh, I, so please rate and review the show. Don't forget the t-shirts. Uh, follow Mike on Twitter. You can get. I mean, he's he posts everything there. Uh, he is at Jumbo Everyone. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Radio Harambe. But uh, if you really need to get in touch with me, I suggest you tell Mike you need to get in touch with me. Uh, you can, oh, yeah. You can also email us. Jumbo everyone at gmail.com. I do read that. I do look at that. Uh, and we also are on Instagram at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I have literally hundreds of Animal Kingdom photos that I've been posting over there that I've taken over the years. Mike's taken a bunch of them over the years, too. I have photos going back to the 90s that I've, that I've been posting on Throwback Thursdays and things like that. So join us over there if you're an Instagram person. For do you have something else? No, no, okay. no, sorry. Cool. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quirini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. Now, who do you?